You're listening to the Two Guys Talking Podcast Network. Life throws us all kinds of curveballs, whether it's inside of your personal life, inside of your work life, or perhaps your hobby life. You are going to get something new thrown at you. But what happens when you choose to add something else in? Are you trying to split your life pie into too many small pieces? That's the focus of this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet. Greetings, everybody. I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, the other one of your hosts. Brian, this is a subject that we just accidentally glanced on as we started yeah. our session in today. And I love it when we kind of take these little pieces of our life's pies and throw them into the cone of the podcast gauntlet because it allows you and I to have a discussion that, again, just having the very short one that you and I had about it, I know that there's someone else out there that's going to be experiencing, if not the same thing, then the same things that you and I are going to talk about here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. This is something that's also come up repeatedly on another show that I co-host, the Podcast Editor's Mastermind, mm -hmm. where we're focused on the business of podcast editing. If you think podcasters are busy, so are podcast editors, some of us working a job or two and having families and that kind of stuff. And it can be a real challenge. But part of our thinking was, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you probably need to count the cost and actually ask yourself if there's really space in your life before you do that. What were you yeah. thinking, Mike? Well, again, the, the, this discussion really started about me talking about life's pie, just like a pie chart. If you stop for a minute and you just think about how you split up your life's pie. And I mean, like, seriously, sit down and just stop doing whatever it is you're working on for a few minutes and draw a circle and then start making pieces. Do it in pencil if you want, and then you can erase or erasable pen or whatever you want. Then my whiteboard. But just sit down and think about the pieces of life that you donate every single day of every single week of every single month. And then start seeing how they add up to try and give you your own statistical data analysis of how you live your life's pie. Now take another eighth or quarter of it, or depending on how thick you want to get. Uh, really, this started about uh, Brian and I talking about a YouTube presence. And I mean, if you got a, a half of your life to donate, to go from I don't do any of this to I'm spending just about every waking moment working on what I've already got in my life pie, but then I've also got to work on this meaning less sleep, maybe, and probably especially on the front end of it, less time spent to the other portions of your pie. When we start talking about, it's funny that you mentioned podcast editors, because something that is completely lost inside of the vein of podcast editors, uh, uh, recently started a, a part-time position at a local gun range. What I'm astonished at is when I say I, I manage a group of podcast editors well, they all want to know what show they have. What, what is their podcast? And I go, no, I don't think you understand what I'm saying. They don't actually do the podcasts themselves. They're managing the content of the podcasts, right? And that, that, that's, a, that's a very interesting hump for just normal people to get over. I mean, we as podcast editors have always known that that's one of the largest problems inside oh, yeah. of podcast editing <laughs> is trying to help people understand that, no, 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 I, I don't sit in front of a microphone and bloviate for 45 minutes and then push a publish button. That's not what I do as an editor, like at all. Right. 
Yeah, I'm I'm more like the maid that comes in and tidies everything up before you invite your company over. And and having little anecdotes. In fact, that that's probably another future episode we got to throw <laughs> into the list. Brian is, what is the snapshot statement? What is your elevator pitch to tell normies <laughs> what you do as a podcast editor? Because again, not to not to derail what we're talking about here, but it's a big deal, um, yeah. especially depending on how thick. The program is a really good friend of both you and I, Steve Stewart. He works on a variety of different financial programs. And all those programs have not only a completely different format, but completely different people in them, all of whom have different expectations and wants for their program. And so what that means is there's essentially, to go into artist mode, there's essentially a color palette of resources and needs for each of those shows that a podcast editor has to try and match and provide inside of a given timeline. Right. And unlike a craftsman where you might go out and choose a piece of wood to build a table, the piece of wood has been provided to you, and you start with whatever you have, and you try to turn it into that desired end result. But that, that's... <laughs> we yeah, did really kind of go I, off topic, didn't we? Yeah, no, no, no. But, but again, it spills into it, though, and that, we'll definitely put that on the list of golden awesome that Brian and I have compiled over the course of the last year doing this program, which, by the way, happy anniversary. Where I wanted to go with this entire episode, though, is that if and or when you are considering adding a podcast or an additional podcast to your stable of podcasts that you have because something has struck you or there's a new TV show that you're watching or you've uh, you've started a new skill set that's inside of your life that you'd like to dedicate a podcast to. No problem, dude. But look at that life pie. Do you have time that will accommodate it to give it the time that it needs to apportion all of the, the erector set, the, the chemistry set that you have to put together? Are you going to have a co-host? How long is the program going to be? Is it going to be a a nine-minute program where you can kind of sit down and knock out five or six of them at a time, and then over the course of a series of weeks, you can push them out? What is your release plan? Do you have a plan? Those are all things that have to go into the the equation of crafting that new life pie. I think the thing that I would bring up, and I I can't take credit for the visual that I'm going to share. I don't remember who shared it with me, but... When you think about adding something, you need to also consider that as you're learning a new skill set is going to take additional effort and time, right? So if you think about, we we talk about balance a lot, right? Is everything in balance? And of course, that always comes with a visual of I can just decide how much time everything is going to get and everything will magically work out like it's a machine and it's not. It's more like having a ruler and all the things in your life line up in that ruler and sometimes one part of that ruler is exerting some additional pressure. Maybe you have a kid that needs some additional attention or whatever, and that means you have to change your focus, which would be the fulcrum of that ruler, so that it doesn't all tip over. Well, if you're going to add a skill set, if you're going to try to add podcasting and you don't have the show design and the hosting and the editing and the marketing and promotions experience, all of those are skill sets you're going to have to learn. So you have to recognize that it's not going to be something where you're going to say, hey, I've got a one-hour show, so that's going to take me an hour a week. It might be something where you're saying, hey, I have an hour-long show, and for the first couple of weeks, couple of months, it might be 10 hours a week as you think about how, how am I going to structure this? How am I going to practice? How am I going to edit? Am I going to edit? What am I going to do to promote this, right? Because it takes an enormous amount of effort to get something going. Once it's going, it starts to carry some level of inertia. But at the outset, that effort, that energy, that comes from you as the host. And so I'm not trying to dissuade anybody who's thinking about starting a podcast, but I do want you to be realistic and realize 
that it's going to be probably more than you think. And also, one of the things I've found, and I don't know if this is true for you, Mike, but sometimes shorter shows actually take me longer because I have to do a better job of structuring the content. I have to do a better job of delivery, especially if it's a monologue show where there's no co-host to bounce things off. It's not conversational. It could take me 45 minutes to record 15 minutes that take two hours to cut down to the five minutes to get published. So just be aware that just by saying, hey, I'm going to do a shorter show doesn't actually necessarily mean it's going to take less time. There's two things that I, I conjured while you were telling us your your scenario there. The first one is the Curious Goods podcast. The second one is the Natty King. Let's talk about the Curious Goods podcast quick. Curious Goods podcast is where my co-host, Nicholas J. Hearn, and I, we run through the review of a now 35-plus-year-old program called Friday the 13th, The Series. You can't watch it on any streaming service. And if you thought it was something that had to do with large knives and guys jumping out of corners and stuff, it's not. It's a, it was a series that was dedicated to essentially cursed antiques. And it's one of the very last programs that when I was still living in my dad's house that he urged me to watch because my dad was a huge horror fan. I'm not a horror fan at all, but I wanted to spend some time with him. So why not? Mm hmm. Anyway, I started, I, we got through probably the first half season of that, my dad and I, and then I never saw any of the rest of it, but Nick has seen all of it. And so he brought that up now, I think it's almost three, almost four years ago now. And when we brought it up, we started doing the program where we would just watch it and we would start talking. There would be a, a quick tennis match synopsis of what we thought happened inside the episode. And then our review bullet point by bullet point of it afterwards. And that tennis ball on the front end was so awkward. It just, it, it didn't hurt, but it, 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 it was not, one, it was not a style that I really liked in general. So about eight episodes in, what we started to do was I would take show notes while I was watching the episode. We'd sit and watch the episode together. And I took show notes that are essentially the script for about a six and a half, seven minute synopsis of it. That's, funny and takes the detailed content of whatever it is being talked about and then throws it in so that if you've never seen the show, what you could do, you could let us listen to the first seven to eight minutes of our program. And now you know exactly what happened inside the program with some funny expectation in our treatment on it. But then you also have a context of what we're talking about inside of the program. Yeah. So a couple of check boxes was tons of fun. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. Until I realized how much time Nick was putting into the first seven or eight minutes. Oh. Because he's added sound effects and, you know, uh, just it's essentially a small audio book every time we did an episode. And I'm like, man, this is awesome. And it, it didn't compute in my mind when we were doing the episodes how much time he was actually spending on it. And so we've gotten through all of the seasons of the, of the show except for the last three episodes. He had some, some life scenario stuff that's happened and we've not finished it out yet. But that speaks directly to what you're talking about, where that first seven or eight minutes, man, it's a ton of fun. He and I just, we cackle when we record that stuff. And then there's that sweating time that I know he's spending in front of an editing stack, which is the time that you're talking about that is, yeah. it, it's mind blowing. I don't even, he, he would not tell me how much time he spent on it, but it's got to be hours. Easy. So that's the first thing we're talking about there. The second thing was the Natty King. I'm going to put a link inside the show notes, both to uh, the Curious Goods podcast, but then also to the Natty King who has jumped in on a podcast called the Street Smart Mental Health Podcast. 
and the team that I manage edits that program and pushes it out for them. And it's a great program because it all it is meant to do is to initiate the discussion of mental health, period. And what they'll do is they'll invite a guest from whatever it is. They'll find all kinds of people that have a unique perspective, bring them in, have a conversation, and then it gets released. And the Natty King is one of those hosts. And the Natty King started his endeavor on Facebook where he would go grab a can of beer and he would essentially give a very rudimentary review of it, quick and dirty on Facebook, and then publish it. And then COVID hit. And when COVID hit, he decided to start a group called The End is Near, Let's Drink Beer. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, that's one of the most novelist things I've ever heard. He's like, yeah, you know, I thought it was pretty cool too. And then 200,000 people showed up. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so what we're talking about in regard to Life Pie is something I know, in fact, maybe we'll, well, maybe we'll have him on because I know he, he loves the, he loves to tell the story. He's incredibly shy, which is so ironical to me, but, but he's a, he's a brilliant soul. What we, we should definitely have him on. Anyway, the, the, the gist is that that's exactly what he experienced where, oh my God, this is nothing. I can make a couple of beer review videos a week and then publish them. Wait a minute, where'd these 200,000 people come from? And so now it's a giant Facebook group that, in fact, I know what's going to happen. We're going to publish this episode. Somewhere in the comment sets of wherever we're going to publish this, they're going to go, oh, hey, man, I know that guy. Because that's what happens <laughs> yeah. here in within three states of us is that people go, oh, oh yeah, I'm in that group. Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's great. That, that's what's so much fun about it. And that's what that, you know, that's the, isn't that the allure, you know, that you're going to accidentally be found and it's all going to get all big and amazing and yeah. hundreds of thousands of people. Well, he's doing it. But did he ever think inside of his his life pie that it would become that? And that's what Brian and I want you to ask yourself. Are you slicing your life pie too thin? Are you packing on too much? Let us know what you think about everything that we've talked about or anything that we've talked about. Or if you happen to be a member of The End is Near, Let's Drink Beer, make sure you let us know about that. Inside the comments that's below, inside of the video sections or over at our website, go to podcastgauntlet.com. Fill out the quick web form and tell us all about your life pie. Brian, what else you got? That's it, man. I think we I think we nailed it. And we should call it done so that we don't keep going and we can get our life pies together, right? <laughs> I agree. It's time to cut some more life pie. Again, thanks for watching this episode of the Podcast Gauntlet where we throw down, discuss, rise, and shine in podcasting. Until next time, I'm Mike Wilkerson, one of your hosts. And I'm Brian Ensminger, the other one of your hosts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>